0: Beautiful soul, you are so unconditionally loved and adored by God, your angels, and your guides on your spirit team. They want you to know how proud they are of you. You are perfect just the way you are. You are needed here on earth, and you can truly be anything you want to be in this life. Dream big. Be confident. And believe in yourself the same way God believes in you. Your spirit team is cheerleading you every step of the way. Talk to them and then listen. They'll whisper back only loving, positive guidance. Friends, your angels have 31 more recorded messages for you, just like this one. And I'm giving them to you for free when you sign up for my angel newsletter on the top of theangelmedium.com if you love this podcast support us with a purchase or donation on theangelmedium.com leave a five-star positive review and support us on the socials at angel podcast check the show notes for details and this month's drawing winner hello beautiful souls welcome back to the intuitive kids podcast i'm so excited that you're here my name's julie jancis I'm the host of this podcast and author of the book, Angels and Awakening. And today we're here with Sarah Ting, who is, um, a healer herself that I met because she booked a session with me. And friends, when I meet different people and share heart to heart space, right? With them, you can feel just like the sun radiates off this energy in every direction, you can feel a vibrational frequency coming off of someone's auric field, off of their body. And when I get with, um, you know, some people and I'm just talking with them and I feel this vibration coming off of their energy field as I'm just simply having a conversation with them, you can feel that some people's frequency is just the highest, highest vibration. It's this yummy oneness energy that they naturally hold. And I call these people tuning forks because if you've ever seen a tuning fork, it's like the shape of a long U and it's metal, and then it has the stem at the bottom. So maybe like a metal Y. Um, but the, the U part at the top is very long and you can hit this metal tuning fork and it'll allow you to tune an instrument to that vibration. But some people, one of their spiritual gifts, cause none of us just have one spiritual gift. We all have many spiritual gifts, but one of some people's spiritual gifts is that they're a tuning fork. And so when they hold that oneness energy in their everyday life, they start to tune up other people around them, the people that they live with, um, the people in their community, their friends, their family, their coworkers, everybody might not be able to say, oh, I feel this in your energy field, but they're, the people around them are tuning their energy upward to the person who is the tuning fork and i believe that a lot of people do this by staying in oneness themselves but i've talked to some people who are tuning forks and they can't feel that they're doing this um and so i'm here with sarah ting today i had a session with her and in that session i just felt the highest vibrational Frequency that she was emitting, and so I wanted to have her on
1: to chat with everyone today. So, Sarah, welcome. Thank you so much, Julie. Yeah, I really appreciate being here with you, and you've been a tuning fork for me. So, thank Yay. you so much. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: fun. We can be a tuning yeah. fork for one another. <laughs> yeah. You have been working on meditation for a long time. You have different, unique meditation. You. Tools that you use. And so um, I was hoping that you could share some of those with our
1: listeners today. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I, the way that I like to find meditation techniques is to just feel into what intuitively feels right for me. Um, Because sometimes it's great to follow someone else's technique and then adapt it to see what works for you. But sometimes when you're just experiencing something, you know, the right thing in that moment just arises. And we were just talking before we jumped in about the holidays. And I was just thinking, like, it's a good time to practice a meditation for when you might be triggered for when you might be around family or other people in your life that um, might be triggering, or you might just need to take a moment to get perspective. So that's what we were talking about is um a technique where, maybe we could just adjust like what we're looking at, how we're seeing a situation.
0: Yeah, so let's explain triggers to kids because we're not always in a state of trigger. I want you to think first of when you're going about your day to day and your everyday energy, that is typical for your energy. That's what your normal energy feels like, but If something happens and you find out at school that said someone said something about you or, um, you stub your toe really bad or you just have wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're just having one of those terrible days or, you know, um, you work really hard to get a good grade on a test and it doesn't go the way that you want it to go. We can get this super excess frustration or super excess anger energy. Sometimes it's a super excess sadness, but it, to me, energy-wise feels like a cloud of that emotion is surrounding and filling my body. And I don't want it to be there. And I'm frustrated, right? That I'm even feeling this and you just want it to go away. So I have different tools. You have different tools. Let's go into your tools. What do you do when you feel this trigger of excess emotion?
1: Yeah, I think, again, for everyone, it's going to be different. So the first thing I'd like to say is just there's no tool that's right for everyone. So, and I really appreciate just say, being able to say that because there's yeah. so many things that um, didn't work for me that other, it worked for other people. And just knowing that each of us is unique and um, if something doesn't work for you, it doesn't mean that you're not doing it right or there's something wrong with you. It just means that's not right for you right now. And so just like holding that and knowing I will find what's right for me in the right moment when it's right for me um, is something first just to um, acknowledge about any technique or any meditation. So if this doesn't resonate for you, play with it, change it, or just like put it to the side and put it in your back pocket. Um, it might be something that comes up later in life. And you're like, wait a second, there was that thing that I remember. And you listen back to the podcast and you're like, "This is the perfect time for that thing. So yeah. um, there's sort of divine timing and all things. And if you're listening to it now, it might be that it's not for now. Um, so that's just something to note before. But yeah, if, if you're in that sort of cloud of, big emotion, first of all, it's totally normal. And it's, I think, universal from my experience. (laughs) I have not met a single human being who does not have that experience. And I think that's the most important thing to start with, because especially, you know, growing up for me, I didn't know that that was normal for everyone. I don't know if we got that, you know, taught to us in school or in our families. So um, just to know that you're not alone and that it's not um, just you feeling that it's a universal experience, even if you don't have someone you can talk to about it. I just want to put that out there so that you know that at least I can tell you I've been through it and (laughs) I understand what that feels like. And the first thing that I actually like to do before I get into any sort of technique is to find resource because when something, and what I mean by resources, you know, when um, you feel really tired, maybe after you've exercised, you've like run around, you might need to get a drink of water or a snack or something that sort of fills you up and makes you feel energized again. Similarly with emotions, if we feel a huge emotion and we don't have enough of that like resource and enough of that energy to really hold it, then we become overwhelmed. And there's really not a lot we can do. and And that's okay. So if you feel overwhelmed and you don't feel like you can do anything about it, first of all, like just having that experience is really valid. And um holding that as enough is is great. And then if you want to try to resource yourself, one thing that I love to do is really just connecting to the earth because the earth below our feet is huge. (laughs) You think about how enormous this beautiful planet that we're on is. When you tap into the energy of the earth, um, you can find a lot of support. And if you even just like go outside and sort of walk around in whatever environment you have, if you have trees around or grass, or even um, sit down on the earth and connect to the, the ground of the earth, it can be really resourcing to give sort of a little bit more spaciousness to that emotion. And if you feel even more into the earth, you might even feel a presence, a sort of supportive um, spiritual presence from the earth. And for me, I feel a a deep unconditional love from the earth. Um, So if you feel like you don't have a parent who has that unconditional love to share with you in that moment or a guardian or, or a friend, For me, I always find that we can tune into the earth to find unconditional, unlimited unconditional love that can resource and make you feel like as if someone had just hugged you, you know, and given you a little bit of a boost to be able to feel like you can hold this emotion a little bit more. And if you feel in that moment, you know, you're, you're a resource, maybe you've tried to connect to the earth, maybe feel a little bit of that presence in the energy of the earth or, or the presence in the energy of, of the, the trees around you. There's another thing you can do after that. So if you feel like a little bit calmer, you're like, okay, um, this emotion is a little bit resourced. I can sit and sort of hold it a little bit. The next thing that you can do is try to see if you can take different um, perspectives of what what just happened. So for example, if maybe you got into a fight with a friend and it was the two of you, one of the perspectives that we can take is really just like going into your heart. And right, so if you're like sitting outside right now in this moment and you feel into this, this trigger, you've got some resource and support and you kind of tune into your heart and feel what are the emotions in your heart or maybe in the rest of your body you can get that internal perspective and feeling like what where is that emotion where can i feel it what are the the tones of that energy so it might be that it feels really expansive maybe it feels really Contracting, maybe it feels hot, maybe it feels cold. It might feel like it's kind of running your mind and you have a lot of thoughts. Maybe you just feel kind of frozen and you don't know what to do. So sometimes taking that moment when we feel like we are resourced enough to feel what we're feeling inside. Um, and taking an internal look is really helpful. And maybe even just noticing those things, something shifts in you so that you can move some of that energy and feel, feel it kind of dissipate or even transform. But there's another perspective that if I would say if you feel, you know, like that you're sort of moving some of your own energy and your emotion feels like it's pretty it's feeling okay and you'd like to take a second look, there's another perspective you can take, which is a little bit more of a bird's eye view. So next you might wanna look, kind of zoom out as if you are a bird and watch the two of you in that situation. So kind of go to that situation where you had the fight and see the two of you as you're interacting and and while still feeling you know kind of grounded and and resourced see and ask the questions you know what what was actually happening there what what is going on in that situation because sometimes when we get triggered you know we kind of go into a different space where we can't see the full picture right so it's only after we get a little bit grounded a little bit resourced we tap into our own emotions, then we might want to explore what's, what is that bigger picture? You know, what, what does it look like from a more expanded point of view? And I did this recently and I found it really helpful just to check in and be, and say, you know, what was that other person going through? What was the thing that was going maybe through You can like, maybe even if you have more of a visual way of seeing things, you can maybe even see and play that um, scene in front of your mind and you might see things you didn't see before. You might see, Oh, that person was really struggling that day or they were really, you know, frustrated because they were late for something and you might be able to tune into your own empathy and understanding and compassion when in the moment, it was just really difficult to even hold your own emotions around that. So um, I would say that's probably, you know, if you're really feeling like you want to go all the way (laughs) and get to that point, that's great. It's not, it would be probably difficult for most most situations. But if you want to start playing with that, it's really where once we get in tune with our own emotions, that we can be compassionate yeah. To others, right? Because we have that capacity to hold the whole situation, not just our own.
0: Yeah, I love that. And um, when you were talking and you were using the word resourced, explain that to everybody. What do you mean by resourced?
1: Right. Yeah, I was using that example of like if you went for a run and you didn't have enough to drink or something like that. That so let's say you're you went on a five mile run and you didn't have enough water, you wouldn't be resourced for that run, right? And just like our physical bodies need different nourishment, also our energetic bodies need nourishment in order to hold a certain capacity. So, um, for example, if I'm going to hold a big emotion, I'm going to need a really, you know, a, a much bigger capacity to be able to you know, process big anger or big sadness um than I would if I were just a little bit frustrated, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, or you could think of it as like if I lift weights at the gym, right? <laughs> it's gonna take a certain amount of muscle that I build over time to be able to really hold that weight. Same with emotions. And that's why it really is like a process, you know? And I, that's why I say, really hold compassion for where you're at and what works for you right now because just because something doesn't work for you or if you can't quite get to a place of compassion or understanding doesn't mean that you're wrong or you're bad or anything like that. It's just being able to work up to a capacity where you have the space, you have the resource, you have nourishment basically for it to be able to, hold those things. And um, I know for me, I, I had a lot of self-judgment around that. Like, I, I really wanted to be more compassionate, really wanted to be more kind in situations where I knew I could, but for some reason, you know, in this, the, the moment, my energy was not, it didn't um, work that way. So, um, especially for maybe more visionary Um, kids on the podcast who can see themselves, you know, in the future, maybe like being able to hold a lot of compassion, it might feel confusing. Like, why can't I do that now? (laughs) Yeah. But if you, you know, kind of work bit by bit, um, what I find at least for myself is really like bringing in love for yourself, for your own emotions. Like we talked about in the beginning, bringing the love from the unconditional love from the earth is one place um, from wherever you feel it the most. Yeah. The earth is a great one, because it's just always there for us physically, right? So Um, we can see, feel, you know, touch the earth. Whereas a lot of things in our lives, maybe our families or our friends may not always be there, you know, and may not always have capacity, but the earth is always there. And we all have contact (laughs) with the earth every single day. So it's like the, the unconditional love of a mother earth that's always there. Um, so no matter what your family situation is like, you always have the, the, Familial connection to the earth. Yeah. But yeah, if you have the ability to bring in self-love, you know, from within yourself too, or from whatever um beings and guides, angels that you work with, that's another way from maybe relatives who've passed on, or anyone that you're you feel you you're tuned into, maybe even animals in your home. Um, That's one way I think love can be this beautiful um, way of sort of holding and and resourcing an emotion so that you have the space to, to see it, to hold it and then transform it um, Mm -hmm. so that you can, you know, really live into what the person you want to be and how you want to change whatever situation happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I
0: want everybody to just close your eyes for a second, if you can, and just feel into your heart chakra right now and feel how your heart, just like where your heart would be if you put your hand on your chest, how it feels like it's really expanding out in every direction, just like It has that feeling it keeps expanding, expanding, expanding. I want you to feel and know that that's the energy that Sarah's holding. And if you can feel that within your heart chakra right now, it means the gift that you have the gift of feeling other people's energies, feeling other people's auric fields, and just know that that is a gift that you have and that's just by sarah being sarah she's just the tuning fork and she just keeps emitting that loving frequency that you're feeling um sarah i want to thank you so much we're going to do another episode with a meditation and um i'm so excited you're here thank you so
1: much for being here tell everybody um your website name and where they can find you yeah thank you so much julie thank you everyone you can find me at my website, which is www.sarahwalkerting. So that's S A R A H Walker, W A L K E R Ting. It's like T as in Tom, I N G dot com. So sarahwalkerting dot and everything's there. So thanks, everybody.
0: Oh, thank you so much for being on today, Sarah. Um, and thank you, everybody, for being here. All oh, my love. Want more episodes? Check out our parent podcast, Angels and Awakening. Beautiful souls, if you're super excited to develop your own intuition, go to theangelmedium.com and become an angel member. Angel membership is for the whole family. Parents get access to hundreds of hours of course content, intuitive development circles, small groups, and more. Each week, members get fun new family dinner conversation starters to boost family connection and help kids build confidence. And starting January 1st, 2023, kids get access to spiritual workshops, pre-recorded energy healings, and live events just for them. Start today with a five-day free trial at angelwellnesscenter.com backslash free trial. And if you're the family who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, kids age 14 and up can now enroll in my Angel Reiki school with a parent. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to start your own family business. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com. Details are in the show notes. Now friends, do this meditation with me to connect with your angels. I want you to begin by imagining God is pouring unconditional love through the top the crown of your head feel it as this unconditional love fills your body with a yummy delicious tingly energy from head to toe God's unconditional love fills you so much that it begins to radiate out from your heart like rays of energy radiating out from the Sun imagine God's infinite unconditional love flows from your heart to everyone you love imagine this love flowing to every person in your school imagine God's unconditional love going to every person in the entire world imagine the world sending love back to you your angels remind you friends that they're always looking out for you guiding you directing you and protecting you friends talk to God and your angels all day long and then tune into your heart to hear the positive loving messages they whisper back just for you